Hi everyone and welcome to the Hardcore Podcast. I'm your host Romy Adair and in this podcast we get into the nitty gritty parts and experiences that are often had during the journey to become a professional dancer. Chatting to dancers in training and professional from all around the world creating one safe space that can be shared by many. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. podcast we're here i'm excited we're doing it we are in real time we've got we've got the cameras we've got the mic real time (laughs) let's go um so i'm joined with eva and obviously i'm running over here running this podcast um let's start off with a little quick fire round okay first of all how old are you i am 25 but i'm 26 in like two days oh my god yeah are you over here on a little Birthday break. Kind of, yeah. Me and my friend are going to go to, um, like, a little bit of Spain and Portugal. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Very exciting. Where are you currently? Well, can be however you want to take that question. Uh, so I currently live in New York, mm-hmm. um, but I've just been, like, bopping around, like, half of every month to different places for work and pleasure. Okay. Has that yeah. been fun? Yeah, it's been fun. I'm kind of sick of traveling. Yeah. I'm at the point where, like... I don't really want to travel that much anymore, mm-hmm. but then opportunities arise and, like, I can't say no. So, here we are. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Um, what is your least favorite ballet step? I would say um, anything, like, pe- petty allegro. Yeah. I say petit allegro, but I know it's petty allegro. So, so allegro. <laughs> Just, like, a, yeah. Detailed. Tiny, tiny little quick moves. Not mm-hmm. that. My feet don't do that. Okay. They Fair. just don't. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Um, what is your favorite piece of choreography that you've seen? Um, I would say, ooh, that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. I very much enjoyed watching Romeo and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, I Frankenstein Royal. I watched Royal okay. Ballet do Frankenstein. Yeah, that was absolutely I my. Seen it. It was good. Okay. It was good. Yeah, yeah, that was my favorite one. Cool. I need to, I do need to see that. That was really good. Good choice. Um, and what is your favorite later? Um, I would say I love, like, obviously I work really closely with Blue Water Dance where I love a lot of their designs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's definitely a few styles from Yumiko that I find are very flattering on me. So mm-hmm. I really like those. But I don't know if I have, like, one specific favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah, I end up with, like, a lot of favorites that are, like, old vintage, like, motion wear or, like, mm-hmm. dance Stuff USA. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> And what is your favorite food? Um, French fries. French fries. Yeah, French fries. Yeah, can't go wrong. Honestly, just anything made out of potatoes. Mm, if, true. If a potato made it, like, I'm eating it. You're eating it. And it's yeah. got salt and a bit of oil. Yeah. Yeah. Ketchup. Oh, mayonnaise. No, but... Really? <laughs> You're not! That's such a bad <laughs> thing. <laughs> We don't do that in the US. We do ranch. Maybe oh, ranch. Right. With fries? Oh, ranch with everything. Really? Ranch. Stop. I love ranch. ranch. Ranch and ketchup. And sometimes you mix it and then you got cranch. I'll do like mayo and ketchup. I best suck it. It's kind of similar. Yeah. Creamy ketchup? Yeah, I guess. It works. Yeah. 
Um, okay, let's talk about your dance background. Okay. Because um, I guess, like, I mean, with a lot of my guests, I'm talking to, like, professional ballet dancers. Yeah. We're getting there. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but yeah. So I have, like, crippling ADHD, okay. and that led to me, like, developing hyperfixations on every sport under the sun as a child. So okay. I've tried everything. Yeah. Um, and I tried dance when like fifth, sixth grade before I made my way to softball and I enjoyed it, but then I had to move on because the brain, the brain. yep. And then when I got into high school, they basically like, they give you an option. They're like, okay, you can do PE marching band or dance, but you have to take one of those for two years. And I was like, I'm not doing PE because I don't like running miles. No. <laughs> now I love running, but at the time I was like, you could not yeah, make me I mean, run. Me neither. So. And you had to like run a mile in a certain amount of time to pass the class. I was like, it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah. Marching band, I obvious. Yeah. There was, yeah, no. I wasn't going to do that. Sorry. Sorry to marching band people. I just wasn't. No. Um, so dance. And I was yeah. like, well, I've done dance before and I enjoyed it. I can get back into it. And so that was my sophomore year of high school. Okay. And... Yeah, so that was kind of like my entrance back into the dance world. Mm -hmm. And once I started taking class at school, it didn't feel like enough. I was like, I want more. Like I, when I do things, I want to be good at them. Mm -hmm. I don't like being bad at things. It's a complex I have. Um, so I started taking rec classes outside of school um, at a place called Dance Connection 2. It was like very close to where I live. But even then, they didn't offer that many rec classes because so okay. many studios nowadays are focused on their companies. Yeah. It's where the money is. Yeah. I get it. So I was able to take like three rec classes a week and like it was a contemporary or yeah, contemporary lyrical and one ballet. Okay. So I did get some level of a foundation of ballet from that. Yeah. But I always felt my passion more towards the contemporary lyrical side of it. So that was kind of, yeah. And then I just did that through high school and I stopped dancing in college. Okay. Yeah. And now you are doing a little bit. You are yeah, and so um, I moved to New York a little over a year ago. And when I moved back to New York, I just decided, like, you know, it only benefits me more in my own career yeah. to get back into this and to put work into this. Mm -hmm. And so it's not only good for your physical fitness, but I really think it is, like, a positive mental health activity. Mm -hmm. um, as an adult, at least, I can't speak for, like, people who are trying to be professionals. I know it's a totally different realm. But when you're an adult and you're just going and taking those classes for fun, I actually think it's, like, very positive to your yeah. mental health, especially depending on, like, the teachers that you're taking from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, absolutely. It's just kind of, like, you can think of it like any exercise class and you're doing it. Yeah. No one's got a whip to you. No one's forcing you to go. Right. Exactly. You're just having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got back into it. Thank it's you. Good. I'm glad, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you, you're a photographer. Mm -hmm. People listening have no idea. Um... How did you get into that? So that same year, my sophomore okay. year, um, I also took my first year of Spanish in high okay. school. And my Spanish teacher ended up being, well, not like ended up, but she was and still is um, a very, very talented and well-respected wedding photographer in Arizona. Her name is Renee Clancy. Shout out. We'll love you forever. Um, and I had just started taking photos with a camera that I got for a whole different purpose. But like for the longest time before that, I wanted to be... Um, again with this hyperfixation mm -hmm. thing I wanted to make movies and okay. YouTube videos yeah. and so I have them all on private now but I do have about like 20 short films on YouTube that I made in high school with my friends um, I was no they will never see the light of day again <laughs> um, but I had bought a camera for that okay. specifically 
Uh, and then my so and that was my freshman year I bought that camera. And then my sophomore year, um, I was like kind of not in that anymore. And mm -hmm. I Instagram started being a thing, and I saw all these photographers start to pop up, and I was like, I could take pictures. Like I could do this. I want to try it. Yeah. So I brought those photos that I had taken to my Spanish teacher at the time, and I knew she was a wedding photographer because she had mentioned it a couple times. And I'm like, I don't know anything about editing. And I know that you have to edit a photo. Like, I understand that the photo needs to be edited. I don't know anything about these programs. If I came after school, like, would you mind showing me? Mm -hmm. She didn't even hesitate. She was like, absolutely, bring your computer. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't have a laptop, which I didn't at the time, she was like, just bring a hard drive or a USB with the photos on it. I'll have mine, and we can sit down together and look through them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, yeah, so I sat down with her the next day after class and or after school. Mm -hmm. And she literally looked at me and she was like, these are great. I really think you have an eye for this. Mm -hmm. And when, like, as an adolescent, when someone affirms mm -hmm. something like that for you, that you aren't too confident in, but you love, mm -hmm. it's so, like, that really was the start of my career. Like, the second she said to me. You're like, let's go. Yeah, she's like, I, I think you have an eye for this. Like, I, I, like, I want you to keep trying. Like, this photo right here, this composition is fantastic. And I was just, like, sitting there, like well, she makes, like, a lot of money doing this. Like, if she thinks I'm good, then, like, I must be good. So it was, like, this really just, like, affirming moment of, like, okay, I could do this. And yeah. she taught me so many basics. She ended up calling my mom and saying, if she's interested, like, I just wanted to, like, call you first, but if she's interested, I would love to have her assist me at weddings mm -hmm. so she can, you know, get an idea of what goes on. Yeah. And I grew up very much lower middle class. And I just remember, like, the first couple times I assisted her, for a nine hour day wedding, mm -hmm. she paid me $60. And I just thought that that was like, the biggest thing. Ever. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be rich. And like, it's just, it's so nice to look back yeah. and know that I had that perception because like, I think it makes what I do now and like where my business is now so much more rewarding mm -hmm. because it was just like, I just remember like $60 for nine hours. Oh my God, I'm like, it's fun. Like, yeah. this is so fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of like the start of it all. And then I just started putting stuff on Instagram and reaching out to local dancers mm -hmm. um, at the studios nearby. Some of the kids that were like in the rec classes I was taking at Dance Connection Perfect. too. And then um, just some of the kids from Club Dance. I had mm -hmm. seen like their solos on YouTube or something like that. And, and that, so you just started I just offering started, out stuff. Yeah, like, I just started practicing. Okay. And I basically just said to them like, I don't know exactly what I'm doing yet, but I would love to try and if you'd be open to it, and of course, like, I'll show you the images first before I post them, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. I had a few kids that were, like, so excited about it because mm -hmm. this is the time when Instagram started, like, That's booming. True. And, like, yeah. everyone was, like, needing photos for their Instagram. Suddenly, you've got these <clears throat> kids going viral. Yeah, and I think at the time, like, a lot of the viralness was still on YouTube, mm -hmm. but it was translating to Instagram. Yeah. So people would see, like... This is when, like, dancers with YouTube and, like, your dance channel, mm -hmm. they would post a solo and get a million views. Yeah. This was that time. Mm -hmm. And so it was, like, when that got a million views, boom, whoever's watching that is looking up that kid on Instagram. Yeah. So these dancers were just, like, popping off yeah. everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was just kind of the start. And then just kept going. I just kept going. I just kept going. So you just, like, how – when did you know that you were, like, okay – I can, I'm going to try and make this into business. Like, <laughs> I was, was there a point? There was. And I was kind okay. of like forced to by my own actions. Um, I, I've always been a very stubborn child. Um, okay. I, for the longest time, I think I am better now. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Not perfect, but I grew up thinking that I knew everything. Mm -hmm. 
And I knew a lot. <laughs> I did. I, I knew a lot. Listen. But, like, so I I had one minimum wage job in my life. Okay. It lasted two weeks. And I got fired and quit at the same time. <laughs> so, I... You were like, I can't do this anymore. Well, so this is what... Basically, long story short, is... You know what Menchie's frozen yogurt is? Have you heard of that? No. Okay. <laughs> Shout out Menchie's. Sorry. Um, so... I'm a great, like, interviewer when it comes to jobs. Okay. Like, yeah. I I can sell you right. anything. Yeah. I really can. And so, I killed my interview. They probably thought I was going to be the best employee ever. Yeah. However, I started, like, feeling like maybe I knew how to run their frozen yogurt shop better than they did. <laughs> so, like, there's a chance I made some suggestions about, like, how to run oh, but business. what if you did this? Like, it'd be so much more profitable if you did this. Yeah. So I understand now that it How wasn't. Was no, I was. I just turned sixteen. I just turned sixteen. I under. I fully understand now that that was not appropriate. Yeah. Um, but I stand by everything I said to them. Just saying. Um, anyways, so two weeks in, they call me in for a meeting, and they're like, um, I knew they were gonna fire me. So I was like, I just wanna let you guys know, like, I'm putting my two weeks in. Like, I really enjoyed this, but I just don't think it's for me. They're like, okay, you can leave. <laughs> I said, actually, let's turn that two weeks into zero days. So the problem is, though, is that I had just gotten... Actually, this was... This must have been, like, the October after my 16th birthday. Because my birthday is June 3rd. Mm -hmm. So I had just gotten my first car. And that payment was $250 a month. Okay? And those paychecks from Menchie's, by the way, were, like... With the hours I was able to work because of school and, like, having access, like, to a car before I got my car and whatnot. Um literally like would have been 170 every two weeks so like i would have just barely made my car payment yeah um so i basically was like okay well i have almost nothing in my savings account because i'm a child um and i now have a like a car payment that i have to make every single month i will have to make photography work yeah so i did so i that's when i started doing mini shoots so that november i did like my first mini shoots what's a mini shoot um 20 minutes oh you get like yeah so i this is i should book by the hour but i used to do i still do but only in like very certain occasions now but i used to do monthly mini shoots okay so for 60 dollars, you get 20 minutes with me you would get all the images that came out of it and my best friend at the time would do your hair and makeup so my mom my brother had already gone to college my mom turned his room into a photo studio for me thank you mother um and i set up a backdrop in there Kids would come, sit in the kitchen with their parents. My friend would do their hair and makeup while I was shooting the other kid. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, bam. I did six, like, six in a day. Yeah. Um, And then, like, I paid my friend, like, ten of that. So I was making $300 once a month. Boom. Car payment. Car payment, yeah. So that kept that going until I got to the point where, like, I could actually, like, get interest of booking shoots outside yeah. of that. And, you, yeah, you create an audience. You kind of Kept building the audience, and then yeah. eventually it was like, I'm making more than my car payment a month. This is sick. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So you were still, and you were still at home, prob- like, this- Yeah, so I, I lived at home um, all through high school, and then when I went to college, I moved into the dorms just because I, like, okay. I craved independence. Yeah. I've craved independence since I was three years old, okay. so I felt like I finally got it when I went to yeah. college. I was like, I need no one to ask me where I am, no one to ask me where I'm going. I would just want to make all my own choices and, like, not be left alone, but, like, not have anyone question them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you still doing photography through college? Absolutely. Yeah. So, college, 
was not for the purpose of college for me. Okay. So the education, I took it for what it was. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say Grand Canyon University offered me the most incredible education in entrepreneurship, if I'm going to be quite frank. Like most of the stuff that they taught me, mm-hmm. I knew. And then all the stuff that I needed to learn, they didn't teach me, like how to do my taxes. Thank you. You probably should have had a class on that for yeah. entrepreneurship. It makes no sense. We don't need it. It's insane to me. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, it's like, let me teach you how to run a business, but I'm not going to teach you how to pay taxes. You have to figure that out on your own. Yeah. Ridiculous. That makes no sense. Anyways, college for me was about personal growth. Okay. It was very immature in high school. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I had like a weird superiority complex, but it, I don't know how to like properly describe it. Like I wasn't an a-hole. I wasn't like a mean, like bad person. I just like was immature. Like I just... I matured in so many ways because I was raised by a single mom, mm-hmm. but then in the ways that like actually mattered socially and stuff like that, I didn't mature in, okay. I think, because like I had to mature in those other ways so yeah. much sooner. Yeah. So college really helped me with like just becoming a more functioning adult in society. Okay. And that was really important. And I knew that I needed that. Like I knew it. And so when I looked at colleges, I wasn't really looking at, oh, where am I going to get the best education? Yeah. It was where can I afford um where do I like the campus where's close enough to home Mm -hmm. like that kind of thing and yeah that like college for me was exactly what it needed to be no more no less kind of thing yeah yeah and so you finished college and you were still doing photography at the time yeah how did you start working with MBA so I started working with masters like let's see towards the beginning of college okay yeah, it might have even been closer when I was seven. Is Grand Canyon University like in Scottsdale? It is in Phoenix. Like okay. Right in Phoenix. It's probably like 35 minutes away. Oh, that's it's not, not that, that far. Okay. But like also where I grew up in Chandler was like 35 minutes away. Okay. So I've always been like not too far from them. But I started working with, I had like a modeling program Okay. when I was like in my earlier years. And I started working with like a couple of the kids from there in that. And then I, when I got... So my freshman year of college, I narrowed it down to like three kids yeah. because at that point I started booking more stuff and I'm like, I don't really need to be shooting so many people yeah. like for free and like making sure that everyone feels like they're getting enough and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I really just want like a couple kids that if I need a test light, test a studio, test location, I can be like, hey, can you do this? So that is when it came to Amber mm-hmm. and um, her mom sent in like the cutest little application for like, Aww. I still have it. I love it so much. And I was like, obviously, she's stunning, gorgeous lines, like, gorgeous ballerina. Mm-hmm. I would love to work with her. Um, so I started working with Amber very frequently, and then a couple other kids from the studio very frequently. And it just came to the point where, like, I was at the studio, so I and I kind of knew who I was because they were seeing all the kids' pictures, and okay. they liked the pictures. Yeah. Um, I would go to the Nutcracker mm-hmm. and just, like, be supportive that way because um, a lot of the kids I was working with were in the Nutcracker. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I feel like just kind of the relationship happened very like slowly but naturally like if they needed photos for something um I could come in and do them and kind of like an exchange for something else and then I started uh they did they started doing the Master Ballet Academy Grand Prix Intensive which is like their Labor Day weekend intensive and they had no idea how big it was going to be and I didn't either and so I kind of went into a blind like I've seen a few comments on the TikTok um basically people asking because the director of NBA has posted quite a few like fairly right wing 
Sky yeah. Challenge. Or like favouring the right wing party in the States. Right. What's your opinion? Um, yeah, from what I understand, like, their whole family is very conservative. Okay. Um, I don't necessarily fall into that category of politics, mm-hmm. but I think there's a lot of factors that people don't take into consideration, like, when they are literally immigrants, like, they immigrated to America from Poland, um, like, 20-ish years ago, and I would never tell an immigrant, like, how to view the U.S., yeah. you know, because it's it's so different when you are fighting to come here versus when you just are born here and, yeah. you know, you're just born yeah. with all of the rights that we have. I'm not saying that we have, like, a ton, like, there's definitely, I know my country has issues, but uh, just in, like, yeah, and they, they fought to get there and they, like, you know, so there's that level of it that I take into grave account. And then also just the fact that, like, what, who do you vote for and maybe where your head is at with certain political agendas, I don't really think dictates who you are as a person. I think that there's very obvious things like racism and, mm-hmm. you know, that obviously if you're racist, like, I don't want to associate with you, but he's not racist. And I don't know. It's just kind of, it's also, there's a lot of just weird little things. And I, for me personally, I just don't choose to judge people based on who they voted for. Yeah. And I think that as long as I feel like you're a good person and you treat me well as a person, Mm -hmm. that's how I'm going to judge you as a person. Like, yeah. And I think that's fair. Yeah. He, he might put crazy stuff on his Instagram story, but in all fairness, he thinks my political views are equally as insane. That's so insane. Yeah. it's, you know, like, it's okay to, it's okay to disagree sometimes. Yeah. I don't, I don't think his political views make him a bad person. Mm-hmm. It's, it's part of it. If you want to, like, I think, yeah, if you want to not speak to someone or if you want to hate someone because their political agenda, then that's your political agenda quite frankly yeah it's not mine (laughs) fair enough um let's move on to kind of how because you're you're quite young yeah you know you're young compared to a lot of other maybe professional photographers yeah industry how do you feel essentially as a young woman coming into such a male industry? no it was it was really crazy coming into this industry i I don't even think I realized how male dominated it is until I got deeper into it. Okay. But like, I started when I was fifteen. Yeah. So, Cheers. yeah, you can imagine majority of professional dance photographers are so men in their mid forties or like thirties, yeah. which is like a whole other thing. But um, <laughs> yeah, no. So coming in as like, you know, but I was starting to get really well recognized in terms of like, not me personally, but my photography by the time I was seventeen, eighteen. Okay. There was already people being like. Oh, yeah, that's, like, an Eva photo. Like, Eva took that. Or, like, oh, you've worked with Eva. That's cool. So, you know, at those points, I was showing up to photo shoots, and people were like, where's the photographer? And I'm standing right in front of them because I look like a child. Like, they're literally like, oh, hi, you're Eva? Like, people were just, they couldn't grasp it. They were like, but you're so young. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, (laughs) that's me. That's me. I don't know. Like, what do I say? Sadly, no one says that anymore. Oh. I know I like took it for granted while I had it but yeah it was it was pretty crazy I like how because there's a lot of like weird yeah shit in there's so much weird shit 
and I know that you've kind of spoken a bit about it on your Instagram Roll stories. Lot. I know, yeah, not even a little bit. I have a lawyer. I love it. I love the tea. The, the, I mean, like, you don't have to say all the tea, of course, but like, I'm trying to think. What's the most frustrating thing, would you say, for you? Oh, actually, you know what? I'll tell you where it started, and I'll okay. give this tea because I posted it before. Mm-hmm. I was 16 okay. at the time. I liked Shark Cookies' work. Mm-hmm. I will never say that again in my life. I because he was famous, he was photographed a lot of famous dancers. I'm like, this is good, this is cool. Until I realized that he was posting a lot of things where the leotards were literally see through mm-hmm. on across all platforms. Yeah. So I literally sent him a screenshot of one of the photos and I said, hey, I think this photo is quite explicit. You should consider taking it down. Mm-hmm. Let me just pull up the messages. Hold on. <laughs> Hang on. Wait, pause. That is cool. I literally still have them. Unless he blocked me or deleted them, but let's see. Okay, okay. I can give you the date on which this was sent to. Crazy. Let's let's do the tea. Let's pull it up. Oh, here we go. Uh huh. Okay. June fourteenth, two thousand thirteen. So I would have okay. just turned sixteen. What's what are we? Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yeah, I would have just ten turned sixteen. Ago. So this was ten years ago. Ten years ago, Facebook. So I just want you to look at this picture. Okay, I'm gonna have a look. Okay, you can, can fully see know. her crotch. Yeah, yeah. You look, can see it all. You the can see it all. It's not, there. and this is still online. Like this photo yeah, is this still is... up to this day. Oh. Her, she's wearing white shorts, and they are fully see through. You can see the outline, and everything. you can see the outline. Yeah. So I sent him this photo. I said, "Hey, David." It was an automated message. I typed something out that ended up just sending the automated message. Hey, David. I feel this photo is sexually explicit and should not be on Facebook. Would you please take it down? His response. I'm sorry to hear that you feel that way. Unfortunately, your feelings towards the photo doesn't make it sexually explicit. If it offends you, I recommend not looking at it. And in general, refrain from looking at my dance photography. Just for your information, this photo was taken in public with the dancer's mother present and with Gleep, the dancer's name, and her, her and her mother love it and are proud to have it on Facebook. And I said, again, I'm a child at this point, so like my wording, I'm trying to, I, I'm mature for my age in this, but I'm still using like- You're six, six, 15? Just turned 16, just just barely. Yeah, but you're young. Um, I'm young, so, like, my response is you can literally see her parts. Yeah. (laughs) Like, at that time, I would never felt comfortable saying vagina to an adult. Fair. Um, I said, your dancers, if your dancers are going to wear white shorts, you should just edit the transparency. Yeah, at least, like, look. Yeah. Well, like, you can, you know how easy it is to edit that? Like, I do. I mean, I probably would have edited that. If a child ever has see-through dance wear, I will edit it. I will never put a photo online. That is literally exposing it. Where anything is see-through. I, like, I don't, I will not. Mm -hmm. Um, He said, I'm not sure what you're looking at. She's wearing underwear and shorts over it. There's nothing transparent. Maybe you see the seam, but that, in the middle, but that's not her parts. I said, no, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the scene. I've asked opinions from five others and they all see what I see. All I'm saying is I do dance photographs and I admire your photography, but I know how easy it is to edit transparency and it's worth taking five minutes to do. It's not transparent in any way, he says. So I zoom in and screenshot because I'm like, at this point, I'm just like, I'm just trying to like get it through to him because I feel like he's, I don't like I I don't know why he's fighting it. I can't understand yeah. why he's fighting it because it's just like this is a child's safety. Why are you fighting it? Yeah. Seriously, I'm not lying. This is what I'm saying. Seriously, I'm not lying. I'm just pointing it out because I can't be the only one who sees it. Yeah. 
And then there was also like a picture of another dancer that's very famous at this time, like oh, stupid famous, doing a tilt jump. Oh yeah. And yeah. wearing the tiniest that's... little white bottoms, which I understand is also the parents' problem, but just fully see through. Yeah. Fully see through. I see through. And I said, and also this when I sent him that. He said, if the dancers and their parents don't have an issue with it and upload these photos, I don't understand why you're so interested on zooming in on it. So this is like, this is what grinds my gears. Like every single time I confront a dance photographer, this is their response. Why are you looking? The problem yeah. is, is that the way you set up the photo and the pose you've chosen and the outfit they are in and the lighting you have has directed my vision directly to their crotch. You put my eyes there and you're putting everyone's eyes there. Yeah. That is not something like it's not a subtle bit of a corner. Oh, accidentally like concealed. The dead point. center of the this photo is, is yeah. your crotch. Yeah. And they are wearing transparent bottoms. Yeah. Where are someone's eyes going to go? The toe. The toe. <laughs> like, you know, like ever. So I said, you can see it from far away. I literally only zoomed in because you claimed you couldn't see it. He goes, It is not transparent. It is the shading following the contour. Okay, you explained your point, and I explained mine. Anything else? And I was like, I just don't think children should be exploited like that on the internet. Again, I admire you as a photographer, but I was just disappointed that you didn't notice and fix it. He said, okay. Then proceeded to find my Instagrams and block me. Not just my photography, but my personal. Strange. Weird. Okay. That's odd. Yeah. So that was like, that was my first interaction confronting a dance photographer on this. July of 2013, and I kept that private, by the way, because at this time I had such a small platform and everyone respected him so much that I was like, if I say he's, anything... I know, he, and he's been around, like, yeah. he's had a large platform for a Yeah, a so I time. was like, no one will ever work with me again if I go against him because, you know, there's still this, like, ignorance is bliss thing and, like, mm-hmm. oh, my child is fine and blah, 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 and it's like, that was not that long ago, and that man had 160,000 followers, and everyone was like eating him up like also if you look back his captions were freaking creepy he like there was a couple kids he worked with at masters like that literally his captions were like oh my new special friend what like it's like looking back how did no one like read and it didn't even click for me quite frankly like Mm -hmm. i knew his captions were weird but i was just like whatever like you just get blindsided by like the the fame and the fact of like who's yeah. working with them. If everyone's working with them, then all of a sudden everyone feels safe. And I'm yeah. like, <clears throat> yeah. They also are only working with him because they see you're working with him, and so yeah. on and so forth. It's like a chain. Yeah. My mission in 2020, when I started that protect your children highlight on my Instagram page, was, um, here's what you can look out for. I started it very mild of just like. If you're going to do a tilt photo, and it was like also advice to photographers, make sure the light is coming from the side of the face and not the side of the crotch. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're going to do a middle split, put your hands in front of your crotch, lean to the side. Like, yeah. there's ways to make, because I understand that a tilt is beautiful. You should be able to photograph a tilt. There's nothing wrong with putting your leg in the air. Like, there is an extent where, like, if you think a tilt is pervy, then you're just a perv. But yeah. there's, like times where it's like no that's pervy because the light is directly on their crotch they're wearing the tiniest skimpiest dancewear um once i started putting that information out that is when the dark hole began because that is when everyone decided that i was the person they were going to share their stories to okay which like has its pros and cons it has its pros because i 
I'm, I feel grateful that people feel comfortable and like that they can share it. I wish they would just share it publicly mm -hmm. because now there's the con of like, I have this burden of like the things I know, but can't share. Mm -hmm. It's just like, all I can do is just like say to people, oh, like maybe I wouldn't work with this photographer, mm -hmm. but I like, there, yeah, exactly. You can't right. Like it's just, then like, it becomes like not really your place to start sharing yeah. stories, but it's, yeah, you want to protect someone that you know, or someone that's yeah. come to you for and advice. It's just like, I probably lost half my hair during the month of February just because it was so, I had all this information that makes a person physically ill to know like I don't these people who actually are like professional like um like child rescuers like child rescue coalition for example like I don't know how they do it because this was just one small instance and there wasn't yeah. even like actual CP involved it was more like manipulation and grooming yeah I it made me so violently ill. I yeah. don't know how people do it as a living and like God bless them, literally bless them, bless their souls. I don't, it took the life out of me. Like I really spiraled after that for a little yeah. bit and had to take a step back from social media because I'm just like, it's just so frustrating because I'm like, I know I'm doing what's right. Like I know I'm doing what I can mm -hmm. and I like, I have the platform and I feel obligated to use it. But then I also have to be like, okay, but Eva, this is like your mental health mm -hmm. and it's, destroying you because now you know so much and you can't do anything about it really mm -hmm. and also it's like a financial burden mm -hmm. so I just kind of pulled back for a while and I still will like you know if I see something come I just it, I get sent stuff all the time which is like so insane mm -hmm. but I just it's also me Imagine. like it's my mental health and I'm like yeah I have a platform yeah, you to set boundaries for yourself. I have to set boundaries and like I I just at this point want to give parents the tools to like use their brains and if they don't use them then whatever go exploit your child it's none of my business at this point like i can't my brain can't do it like, yeah but you're so not that's the thing is like you're not i will i will not be responsible yeah for like their well-being no. their children and, but i think that's what's hard is because i just feel I know, like I, like you want to help when you care and like when you like you just want to help yeah and it's just hard to not care yeah it's just hard to not care and i just had to like teach myself to stop caring mm -hmm. Just like it's a really, really weird thing. But it's so, I mean, the whole, like, I remember when, like, going to, like, because I've only ever had, like, professional photos. Well, not only, but, like, when I first got my first, like, professional photos done as a dance, like, yeah. as a dance, I was at school, and they were, like, mock audition photos. Like, I never went to a photo shoot that, as a kid. Like, my mom was, like, she wasn't into that. But it's crazy how, like, I remember when, oops. <laughs> When that all like went up on it, so yeah. remember, like kids were going out like out of their way to get photos done. Right, and so here's the thing, right? So, okay, since and I just found that so insane. What's insane like, to me? What for? What for? Also, too. Okay, if you've got, I don't have. First of all, I don't hate Especially men. They're bad. Wait, what? Especially like they're bad. No, but the, this is raw me. This is okay. Like, this why is exactly professional. Let me photos. let me get into this. <laughs> my best. No, no, because this is like a huge point. Okay, uh, one, I don't hate men. I think a lot of people yeah. think that I hate men and I have it out for male dance photographers. I literally don't. Yeah. There are so many that do it tastefully and gracefully. Yes. Like, yeah, of Ballet Zeta, I've never seen an inappropriate picture of a child oh, yeah. on Sunny his page. Photos. I know he photos. does more risque stuff with the adult stuff, but whatever. Like, if you want to take a, if you're 18 and you want to take a picture topless, do it, girl. Be a girl boss. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I've never it's seen... It's children. Yeah. It, yeah. Um, Lee Gums, I love it. Like, again... Mm -hmm. Tasteful. Does he do nude work? Absolutely. 
is it ever someone who's under 18? No. Mm -hmm. It does a child always like fully dress and like have good lighting on them? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's yeah. just there is like yeah. there are people doing it right. Yeah. There's like one in DC. I think his name's like Stark Productions or something like that. Like I've never seen anything nasty come off his page. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. just I don't hate men. I don't hate male dance photographers. What I hate is grown men with no dance background i'll say you know okay, i'll say grown people grown people yeah. with no dance background that have no interest in learning anything about dance to actually properly be able to direct a dancer yeah that only work with small children under the age of 14 prepubescent if you will love to shoot in small dance where use flash outside directed at the crotch have horrific posing that are always crotch focused. Yeah. Like an open leg. Like there's no need for everything to be yeah. an open leg. Uh, did I already say skimpy dancer? Skimpy dancer. Skimpy dancer. There. Oh, shoots for free. Yeah. Why? Like, put those. Write all of those down. Yeah. Write down why underneath and see if you can answer it. I. You can't. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Art. Fuck off. Sorry, for bleep that if you need to. Literally, like, screw off. That is not art. Like, these parents need to be fucking for real. Like, if your child is eight, can't point their feet, is a shit dancer, yeah. quite frankly, and someone is like, Reach oh, your out. kid like, is so good, like, I want to work with them for free. BFFR. Yeah. BFFR. Yeah, yeah, the motivation is different. Yeah. Like, quite frankly, like... Your kid is cute. You can book a photo shoot with me. I'm probably not going to reach out to work with them for free. And if someone is, it's questionable. Yeah. It's ulterior motives. Yeah. Because, like, if all your kid's doing is a lunge and, like, a tendu and a plie and deep second plie, what is, like, what, like, seriously, be real with yourself. Like, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with your kid not being, like, an exceptional dancer. Yeah. But, like, what is that photographer getting out of working with your kid? Yeah. Literally what? Like, young, like, photos of young children isn't, isn't like, from a, like, a photographer's point of view, isn't going, that's not what's going to build your portfolio. No, it's not. And also, too, like, you're not, <laughs> an eight-year-old shows up to a shoot and can't point their feet, doesn't even have a split, but is in, like, the tiniest little bikini dancewear outfit. What artistically comes out of that? What can you as a photographer pull from that? Like, I just don't buy Especially it. Especially have no dance experience. Especially when you don't know anything about dance. Yeah. What are you getting out of it? They're not paying you. What are you getting out of it? If it's money, sure, whatever. Yeah. If, it, if you're, like, making a killing off working with, like, the eight-year-olds who are ambassadors for dancewear brands but can't yeah. dance, do your thing. Yeah. No hate to that. Do your thing. There has to be photographers for them. Yeah. Right? Because not everyone's going to work with them. Yeah. And they need, like, 50 photos and not every photographer's going to offer that. Yeah. But there are some. So, like, that's one thing. But there are several that are just doing it for free Scary. as a passion project. What are you passionate about? Like, really, tell me. What is your passion project? What is your passion, by the way? Mm. You don't even, like... Sometimes. You don't know the difference between, like, sickling and turning out. Yeah. How can you be, like, passionate about dance? I don't know. Her legs bent in an arabesque. Are you Scary. really passionate about dance? Scary. You don't, like... Mm -hmm. I, yeah, that's, what is that? That's, it's what is up. What, like, I just think everyone needs to take a step back and, like, be FFR. Like, yeah. seriously, get real with yourself. Yeah. Get real about, like, what their motives are and, like, what's best for your child. Yeah. A free shoe is never free. No. There we go. Like. There we go. Yeah. Yeah.
Well, nothing's ever free. Nothing's ever free. <laughs> There's always something. There's always something. Um, let's move on into more like, I guess like, I say life more isn't it? But let's talk about TikTok. Okay. Um, I'm gonna assume people watching this will have seen your TikTok or like follow you. Right. Like, I mean, I remember. Like, I'll tell you my my thought. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you my thought. Um, I remember when TikTok, because I think I only started TikTok really last year. Mm-hmm. And I remember when your video started coming up, I was like, oh my God, I know this person. Like, as in, like, I've seen her photos on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, Slay. And I was like, oh, love the fact that there's, you know, there's people commenting who literally don't see ballet, right? Like, when right. You, this is like all your videos of masters. Um, it was like popping a off. different audience completely. and it was hitting like not ballet dance yeah which was cool and I was like I love this because people are like oh my god like how does she do like I felt like I could see respect in the comments I'm sure you get like really weird comments as well yeah. but like you know right um, I remember just thinking oh like I love that like ballet is going viral in a sense right like because it just like it isn't it deserved a shining light it deserved again. a shining light yeah and on TikTok why, like to the, the people that aren't dancers, why not? Get right. them get them in. And this is what like I find so fascinating about like ballet companies, why they haven't grasped that yet. You know what's funny though, is I feel like I'm not gonna I don't want I mean, whatever, I'll take credit for it. I feel like they're starting to because of what I did for Masters, honestly. Because like I've now seen like three three different schools pop up within like well-known schools pop up within like the last couple weeks and they've made tiktok accounts which slay them they should have done it all along but i think like i don't know why it took them so long like i don't like Mm -hmm. i mean even with swafamir and i run it like they don't want to be on tiktok like they don't want to make a tiktok yeah i offered to help them he wants nothing to do with tiktok he likes going viral on tiktok if i'm doing it he doesn't want to make a tiktok himself yeah 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 they're like i'll just do my instagram and facebook it's like okay fair fair but yeah i don't know but like it's so, like it's interesting because obviously I mean like as TikToks grow and I can, I've seen like the Royal Ballet School just made a TikTok. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'm like SAB just made one. At, like what? Like why? Is why it did taking... you do this two years ago? Yeah. Or like same with you know like I mean the Royal Ballet Company have a TikTok. Aussie Ballet have a TikTok, and they're growing. Mm-hmm. And you know you I see comments being like oh I'd love to see like and I just don't know why more ballet companies aren't chronically online <laughs> like in the sense that that's where the money is yeah. that's how you are getting to a different audience that's how you're getting bums on seats but right so here's the, right so exactly because the thing is is like um what i did with my page happened on accident okay so a couple things the reason that like people are always like why do you like what are you doing at masters like do you work there like i don't understand what's going on <laughs> December of 2021, mm-hmm. they do a winter GPI and a summer GPI. So, yeah. Liberty one, and then they also do, like, kind of a New Year's one. Yeah. So, I was setting up mini shoots at the New Year's one, and we kind of have this deal. Like, I won't say all of our business, but, like, it's just kind of, like, a little exchange thing where, like, I get content that they can use for the NBA GPI in exchange for something they do for me. Okay. In that regard. So, I, you know, will pop into classes, and I'll take some photos, um, and I'll also take some videos that they can then use on their social media to advertise that. Yeah. And... I have a very good camaraderie with those kids because I've been working with so many of them for upwards of six years. Yeah. 
So they all know me very personally. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, when I pop into those classes, it's fun. Like we start like messing around and like coming up with things and whatnot. So I pop in and I'm like, Swabber does this thing in some of his classes where he literally goes, pirouettes, everyone go. And everyone just starts turning. And so I was like, like I had, yeah, yeah, everyone just starts turning. So he did it. And I had my camera on someone and they fell out of a turn. So I swoop over to Summer and I'm like, Summer, go. And Summer whips out nine with a float. And I'm like, yes, Summer. Like, this is like the way that I would like said that. That's how I am when the cameras are off. Like Mm -hmm. I, as a dance photographer, it's made me like a professional hype woman because the way you get someone engaged in a photo shoot is by you have to let them know that they're doing well somehow like if they're doing something right you have to hype it up so i'm always like yes get it slay like that's my vernacular because that's how i am at photo shoots so summer whoops is out it goes viral all like literally even bretman rock commented on it like it was so cool i was like this is the first video that i've had go like really viral on tiktok um and i did it on my photography account on my personal account and I just been like making personal TikToks on my personal account, like everyone does yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And my photography when I was posting all my like video to photos that yeah. I did that on oh, yeah, Instagram. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just weren't going anywhere. So I had already been frustrated with TikTok. I post this video yeah. of summer, it's like ten million views. Yeah. It it keeps going. It just like went crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, wait. Hang on. People want to see this. Like this is exciting for people. Like there's so many people in the comments that knew nothing about that ballet that were like, Yes, summer, get it, it works summer. Yeah. And they just have so, like, Swabber and I run always have so many talented kids. Yeah. And especially the ones right now, the thing that's really exciting about, like, the ones that left like last year or leaving this year is, like, they've had a lot of them for, like, a long time. Yeah. They're not, like, drop-in kids yeah. kind of thing. Um, uh, but, yeah, so it's, like, really exciting to, like, see those kids, like, mm. succeed and whatnot. Yeah. So, you know, I started like I had a few other videos from that intensive mm-hmm. and I posted those and then like those went viral and I was like this Perfect. is so cool yeah. and the coolest thing about it it doesn't have anything to do with me yeah it's like I didn't really want to be like that yeah. on social media at the time like my TikToks I was making were just for fun like for my mm-hmm. friends um so I was like this is cool like I can kind of build a following still doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. without it being about me yeah so then um, I do their like summer intensive photo shoot, the photos that they use to advertise for their summer intensive every year. And this one we did in like February. Now, mind you, at this point, my plan is still to move to New York in April of that year. So 2022. Yeah. So the timing of this was really all just shit because it's like all this started coming to fruition like right before I moved. Yeah. Um, so February, I go into class and I'm taking photo and video, started posting some of those videos. Blow up. They blow up again. And I'm just like... Okay, wait, this is fun now, though, because now the kids are into it, too. The kids are starting to get recognized. Like, everyone's having a good time. Yeah. So I went back in, like, a couple more classes before I left um, and moved to New York. And just everyone was, like, eating this content up. And at this point, like, when I moved to New York, I still hadn't done, like, a face reveal or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I did one when Amber was in town. And then everyone's like, we want to see more of you. And I'm like, okay, how can I put myself in this? But, like, not make it all about me. Because I really just didn't want... Mm-hmm. It's so much energy when it's about yourself. Yeah. Like, it really becomes a full-time job when it's about you. And at this point, it was still just something fun where it's, like... I have all these videos in my camera. I just go and pick one and post yeah. it. So then, like, I was getting a lot of comments. and like, well, do you dance? Like, do ballet? Whatever. And so then I made a video about how, like, I take adult ballet classes in New York City. And it didn't go viral, but it did but it do... did well. It yeah, did it well. got, like, 300,000 views and, like, a bunch of comments. People were like, talk more about this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I went and took a beginner like class. like, ballet. 
ballet core yeah. and a ballet class. It's all trendy. It's all, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so this is exactly when ballet core started to be a thing. Yeah. Um, and so then I took this class that was labeled beginner at Broadway Dance Center. And it was not beginner. Like, it was so hard. And I was like, so I made a video of like, come with, take the hardest beginner ballet class I've ever taken. And someone yeah. commented and was like, you should make this a series. Like, go yeah. review the classes. Yeah. Because they're all just so mislabeled. Like, it's mm -hmm. not consistent the way, because every studio labels differently. Yeah. So, like, one person's basic is could be the same advanced. as advanced beginner. It's yeah. insane. So, I started making that a series. And then um, there was, Amber came to visit, like, a month after I had moved there, and I was like, we should do videos where you, like, teach yeah, me something. Yeah, I love something. her little, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny, because we recorded it in, like, May, and I didn't end up posting it until last, like, November or something like that. Like, it took me so long to post the first one, so I just never edited it. I just yeah. never felt like editing it. Again, didn't really want this to be yeah. so much about me. Mm -hmm. um, and that popped off, and I was like, okay, it is funny, because, like, me and Amber are like sisters in the sense of the way that we like talk to each other and treat each other just because I've worked with her for so yeah. long and like I'm really close with their whole family so I'm kind of like a third daughter in a regard so it's just like we do have a fun dynamic mm -hmm. and the way we are on camera is exactly how we are not on camera so I just think it translates really well into so yeah. a series of that nice. and it just nice. the page kind of molded into what it is today yeah yeah, yeah. A mix of everything I love that. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's nice because it, you know, your audience get to see the really a good bit of everything. Yeah, they get to see the really good, talented dancers that probably will have ridiculously successful ballet careers, and then they get to see people who are just doing it for fun. Like yeah. I have no intention of dancing professionally ever in my life. That's never been the goal. It never will be the goal. Um, I like this yeah. is just I want to show people that you can enjoy something mm -hmm. without like needing to do it professionally. Mm -hmm. Like you yeah. can like. I figure skate still. I'm not going yeah. to be a figure skater. I just so, want to no. figure skate. Yeah, yeah. like I want to get better at it because it's fun to be good at things, mm -hmm. but I don't want to do it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't you know. can do that, and that's the thing. It's just finding, yeah. like, yeah, not everything has to be making it into a job. Well, I just think everyone gets trapped in this mindset of, like, oh, I'm not going to do it, so what's the point? And yeah. it's like, the point is enjoyment. If you yeah. enjoy it, go enjoy it. Yeah. You don't need to, like, yeah. you. You don't need to be the best rock climber to enjoy rock climbing. Exactly. Just go rock climb. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I feel like we've had, we've gone on for like an hour. Oh, period. So, um, on a little wrap up yeah. note, I want to finish off with kind of giving back to, you know, dancers who are listening, watching, however you're seeing this. Um, say they're going into their first professional shoot yeah as someone on the other side of the camera what advice can you give to someone either whether it be picking a photographer yeah um or like how to get the most out of like a professional shoot yeah so i would say um main things like i say bffr a lot but like really just be realistic with yourself mm -hmm. so like Find your most flattering outfit or find your most flattering leotard because at the end of the day, if the photographer maybe doesn't end up figuring out your best angles, because there's a lot of great ballet photographers or dance photographers in general that like might not get the angles perfectly, but they're still great photos. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So flatter yourself as much as you can with what you wear and the hair you do and the makeup you do so that you feel your best and that you know you're going to look as best as you possibly can for that. 
Um, and then when it comes to picking a photographer, I think really just look at like, look at what they're about. I think it's pretty easy to tell what someone's about by looking at their feed. Um, if like, depending on your age, if you're a parent choosing for your child or if you're like a dancer choosing for yourself, like there's different things to look for, you know? What, what are they photographing? Who do they photograph? Yeah. And not in terms of like talent, who do they photograph in terms of age yeah. and like, is their page like just a specific appearance? You know, yeah. like is there a diversity in their page in terms of like, yeah, yeah. What are they, about? What are they about? just yeah. figure out what they're about? And you can do that. You can assume. Yeah. I think that's very fair to assume what someone's about based on their page because that's their portfolio. They're choosing what they put up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So those would be like a couple of the main things, and then I think, like, no, be realistic with yourself of what you're good at. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's fine to love jumps. Mm-hmm. But maybe if you're not a good jumper, don't focus on jumps during the shoot. Definitely try a couple because it's always good to have those photos for progress. Mm-hmm. But, like, give the photographer what you're best at because I think a lot of times that helps the photographer come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. So if you're, like, a really bendy person but you're not, um, I don't know, but, like, you can't jump, for example. Like, think of a lot of, like, cool, like, if you want clean lines think of clean line bendy things you can do if you want those artistic movement photos yeah. be prepared to improv because yeah. like I a lot of times if a kid wants like those really artsy fartsy contemporary things I'll be like okay improv for 60 seconds yeah and I'll Let's. pull something from that mm-hmm. because I I know how I improv mm-hmm. I don't know how you move so I need to see yeah. how you move to be able to give you something that has that feeling in a photo yeah so I think just be like mentally prepared with what you're good at and be ready to tell them because that's the first thing I always ask kids is what are your strengths? What do you do best? What do you like to do most? Yeah. And then I turn to their parents and I say, what are they good at? Because a lot of times kids lie yeah. and they don't know that they're good at something when they're really good at something yeah. as well. Like all of kids be like, I'm like not very flexible. They have a needle. Yeah. It's like you have a straight scorpion, like yeah. come in confident. Tell me that you're flexible Yeah. because you are, yeah. you know, like exactly. Yeah. So, be, yeah. Com- be real, but be confident, you know? Yeah. Yeah. know what you can do yeah know what you know what your strengths are yeah. and like be confident in those strengths mm-hmm. because that's how i and other dance photographers are going to give you your best out of like mm-hmm. your time yeah yeah lovely yeah right. thanks for the advice hopefully people out there will <laughs> be able to take something from that um amazing thanks so much for um, that great time chatting today i hope you enjoyed i did i'm so glad we finally got to do this in person yeah. so much better than Zoom. it's so much better in person um, yeah before we finish, where yeah. can listeners find you? So I am pretty much on every platform under my name. So Eva Nice, EVA, NYS Photography. Okay, sunny. Yeah, link it all below. Awesome, sunny, beautiful. Thank you so much. Yay. Um, and yeah, you Bye. can hear me same time next week. Bye. <laughs>